Would you like some popcorn, Peter? No, thank you. Are you okay mentally? Okay. Before we start this thing, mm -hmm. uh, any, um... We're just going to do this? We're going to okay. do it. Hello, Red Spotters. We're here with another movie. Uh, we just got out of Star Wars The Last Jedi. It is... Yes, we are sponsored and bought by the mouse. In well, the, now everyone is. <laughs> in the name of the in the name of the mouse, the goof, and the duck, him and um, all hail Lord Disney. Exactly. Well, Lord Disney, of course, Supreme Leader Iger. Oh yes. Except he won't go out in the way that. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers. First, or I mean, first of all, this first impressions and if then you, spoilers. If you clicked onto a video, that's the length that this is eventually going to be. But we should be. do a general thing before we go into spoilers. Let's, let's okay. say whether we liked it or not. Do we like it, guys? Well, we should go one by one. You can go last, Kyle, if you want. I want to go last, because I have a lot to process with this film. This okay. movie will throw so many things at you, and for my money, I think they all worked well enough. They're... Maybe weaker elements, there may be stronger elements depending on your taste, but I think what we have here is an inspired director making something that completely propels the legacy of Star Wars forward in an, in an amazing way, and this movie is completely unexpected, it is stunning, it is nothing what I thought it was going to be, and it's even better for it. I think it is great, and the fact that people feel conflicted, I think is a sign of how 30 years from now people will look back on this and say, what just happened? Yes, it's that great of a movie. Um, I, because before I, I went to see this, I was looking at the reviews, and it's like, oh, people really like it. That's good. Oh, Peter. Um, then you got into the dark side. Then I went to, well, you went to the comments section. No, That's where it went. But, like, almost every, even the reviews, people were like, it's okay. Like, they were saying they loved it, but you could tell it's like they're almost, like, the mouse was holding a gun to their head. Um, and then the comment section, like, oh, this sucked, this was terrible, da 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 like, all of this. So I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Well, I mean, to, just to be clear, did, did any of the mainstream reviewers say that? Say that? No one said it sucked, but everyone's like, well, there's issues. Like, it, it almost seemed like they were tiptoeing around it. Yeah, but the, a lot of, the, the way that I interpreted mm -hmm. the reviews that we were read by the main film critics and obviously the bloggers is that, um... In general, the positives outweigh the negatives. Mm -hmm. But everyone seemed to have walked away with their own particular issue, and it was hardly ever the same thing. Except for one storyline, many reviews had different issues to different uh, scenes or choices that were made. Well, let me get, get to how I felt. I, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I loved all the direction, the different directions they took for the characters. I thought it was interesting. New? Um, hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Thought, you got a rare I loved it from Peter Martinez. Off the bat! I thought the, the, the directing was incredibly well done. I know a lot of people before were like, the comedy, oh my god, they made jokes in the film, this is gonna suck, and I got really worried. Yeah. Because, honestly, because that's the way a trend that... that's going on with films right now, and it's like Thor, I felt, leaned too heavy on it. I, I thought maybe Guardians did too. Which are all Marvel films, which I know yeah. for their humor, so... And, but the thing is, is with, with, with this, I... Uh, it would make uh, more sense of the backlash if they, if the jokes didn't land. 
But no, it's not even that. The jokes were fine. They worked well. And they, they, were, it, they, they never overshadowed anything. It's not as if they overwhelmed any, anything. They no. Were, I, 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 we'll get into it more, but I don't understand people's complaints. Maybe as we talk about it, I'll, I'll, I'll start to feel differently. I understand certain things where it's like, okay, that was a little bit weak. And that was a little bit weak. But nothing weaker than some of the complaints you can you know, throw at the original films, specifically the first and the second one. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't... I, I really liked it. So what do you about you, Kyle? I... Peter, I, w- I am in the same boat as you. Okay. I am in and the complete... Alexis, Alexis, I, we're, on the, we're on the same boat together. But here's the thing, though. I, I feel... Throw I, you out. I felt, Cast you I, out. I felt his plight because... Um, mind you guys that I only had one hour's worth of sleep last night. That was your fault. Yeah, well, the is... thing, well, the thing is, is that because of all the backlash that's been, been had with this movie and I, I felt, I fell, uh, for the dark side of the, of the internet themes, guys, themes, keep that in mind. Um, fell for the dark side of the internet. And lo and behold, oh my god, the internet was, wait for it, wrong? What? That, that, the internet is wrong. Wow. Wrong. Um, I do not endorse the peach. Um, That's the first time I did that, you didn't repeat it. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, oh, wow. Peter, I, I definitely, I definitely felt your, your, uh, your plight, but then I got into it and my God, it is, it is a Star Wars movie, but it's a completely different Star Wars movie. Unlike anything I've ever and seen then, in this franchise. It's a movie. And it's... then here's the, here's the thing. Like it was so, this movie felt like one of my long-winded baths that that I take with a bath bomb. It's so refreshing. Okay, this is so- a turn. No, 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 no. This no. is not going to go the way you think. It's a. It, it's very refreshing. <laughs> oh, okay. It's very refreshing. Okay, okay. It's a very. Uh, it's new. Right, it's new, right. and that's what I felt like. All the people who have been complaining, like, oh, this is the same old bullshit that we got with, with uh, Force Awakens. It's a it's a carbon copy of a New Hope, uh, or you get into the more uh, the Rogue One and how oh there's too many callbacks uh, when a lot of people complained. Remember when Bail Organa appeared? Uh, I was one of them. I, I was one that was, of them. Yeah, yeah. That was, that I mean he should. When Bail Organa... Organa wasn't a problem. But it was that scene. But yeah, yeah when Bail Organa uh, came out and it was supposed to be like the callback scene. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people sighed and complained and all that stuff. But overall, a lot of people are like holding this as regarded as like the third uh, Star Wars movie. Um, I see so many of you saying like, "Oh, this movie sucked. Rogue One was way better." Yeah, but to I, me, okay, contextually, I, I don't know yeah, where I, you're feeling. The thing that. is, is that you give more shits about the characters um, in this new trilogy than you did with Rogue One. To be fair, you only had one movie to build it build upon I'm it. Sorry. But the development of those characters were way better than than uh than Rogue One. Yes, 
I'm infamous on this channel for crying like a little baby at the end of Rogue One. That was for nostalgia. But that was pure nostalgia reasons, you know. You you watch it 18 times, and you and you like, okay, that... Well, yeah. I have not seen that movie that many times. I'm and you. then you point out, okay, this could be better, this could be better. Ben Mendelsohn was a complete, was a miss in that movie. Just oh, di- I liked di- him. Just okay. different things. Like, di- no, di- there were like misses. Developments. There, were, developments. there were a lot of misses. misses. But this movie really, uh, really, it, it's very perplexing. It swings for it the does. fences, man. It swings and, for the fences. It takes risks that I don't think any other film in this franchise has and taken. And it's new, and it's completely different, and you feel like, oh, wait, I never see... Like, with the exception of one scene that I'm like, okay, this feels very much like uh, what so happened, uh, another Star Wars uh, little dynamic, but uh, but then... It turns it on its head and completely uh, turns it like you think it's going to go this direction, but it completely goes the other direction. There's so many things new and what Ryan Johnson has done. I He's definitely the modern day uh, Irving Kirshner in terms of what he has done in the in the in terms of like the staple uh, legacy that he has done for this movie. I I I. I wholeheartedly recommend this film for those who are like craving for new Star Wars, and this is definitely new Star Wars. It's a great Star Wars. <laughs> it is a great. I don't know. I like. Can we get into spoilers? Well, uh, yeah. So go ahead. You finish. you liked it. You liked it. I liked it. Okay. Spoilers, guys. Well, I, go ahead. There's a, there's a, I want a couple things. I want to man, touch upon what you guys said because it, it needs to be repeated because some people don't don't know how to think properly. Um, I think, as far as The Last Jedi is concerned, just to kind of wrap up what we feel about the movie is, in my in my uh, <clears throat> humble opinion, I cannot recall a movie of this magnitude in which, as the story was unfolding, I couldn't anticipate what was going to happen next. And it has been a very long time where I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, how in the hell are they going to get out of this mess? Where is the end result? Where is this going? The, and as we're getting there, there's things that happen left and right that are fucking bombshells for the entire franchise. This movie, I guess, didn't go the way I, I thought it was going to do because in, I guess, one of the big spoilers, I guess, well, not really a big spoiler, but... I, it's a kind of a reset because things really are dire. And, like, the same way that, uh, you know, the, the First Order destroyed the Republic in The Force Awakens, things get even worse. The Resistance is... What is the Resistance anymore? Dying. It's they're, dying. They're, this movie is them dying on the vine. And with every progressive escape, more they lose more and more people. To the point where there is a scene at the end of the movie where you... you where I don't even think a Star Wars film was ever bothered to go before. Where... The heroes admit defeat and accept their fate, and hope is dead. And the whole movie worked to earn that moment, but I don't think there has been a Star Wars film that has gone so far in terms of everything. And at the top of my head, there's just so many things that we'll get into right now, but I want to address what Peter said about people and people's reaction to this. Okay, so now we live in a world where The Force Awakens is a divided film. Last Jedi is apparently a piece of shit. 
and Rogue One is better than those two combined. I think that alone uh, is a testament to where the society is going. It yeah. is the destruction of society. I, you need I'm to. I'm not re- gonna exaggerate. It's a movie. If you don't like it, I don't care. But I just a, no. a lot of the reasons why people don't like it, it's because it doesn't fit their fan fiction. It really. It's but like people I was are gonna get in. to that is because my my main thing about all of this is that you know people, especially like what you said, Peter, never listen to the fans because fans they don't fans know what idiots. they want. They don't know what they want. Because okay, the Force Awakens. We're idiots. No, we're not. Well, uh, the Force Awakens. Like we tried to write a Star Wars movie. Anyway. Sure. The Force Awakens was everything that fans had been asking for for over a decade of a new Star Wars film. And then not even a month later, they turn on it. Then they get Rogue One, which is a lesser a lesser film in every single way, almost. Almost every single way. Uh, with broad, vague characters and a film that is riddled with fan fiction moments that I can't even believe some moments I actually made it to the screen. And you love that. But wait a minute. I thought you wanted something new. But Rogue One wasn't something new. It was the exact same thing you've seen before. Neither was Force Awakens. No. Well, Rogue One had newish things. Rogue One had... Okay. But my main point is... And the balls to kill off everybody. Spoilers. Okay. Maybe that wasn't really that, that ballsy. Compared to the things that happened in this movie, that wasn't that ballsy. You get served a movie in Last Jedi that is unlike anything you've seen before and unlike what you expected. And what do you do? You complain. Why should people listen to you? Well, I guess, and I, I don't want to talk about the complaints the whole time, I want to get to the film. Right. But I just want to finish it off by saying, a, a lot of the reasons I see people getting mad is because it didn't fit their fan fiction. Why well, wanted Luke to go out and do this? Why did Snoke, why did that happen to Snoke? I wanted this to be this. Ray's parents being nobody, that didn't fit my uh, 12 page, uh, you know, 1200 page fan All fiction. All I'm hearing I is, I want it, I want it, I want it. I wanted a certain, and then when it wasn't, and it's like... You, you judge these as a film, and as a film, it's like, I didn't go in because I didn't want to want a certain thing. I just wanted to see a good film. And this was a good film. It had characters. They grew over the course. Their stories intertwined really well. And I guess people should remember that. There were surprises that, that were really well done. I People are, are, I think, should remember that film is supposed to challenge you. You know, it's not always going to jive or, or jive with what you think. Movie... The thing is, is that what makes a good film is it doesn't spoon feed you, hmm. and this is not what a movie, what that movie did. There are definitely some like shockers. There are definitely some some moments, and my God, does does Ryan Johnson know what to do with the camera? <laughs> this is the, right? this is a gorgeous film. Wow, it's a fucking gorgeous film. Like. There are some shots that, you know, that I want as a poster framed, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just amazing and beautiful. And the way that he, he conducts these shots, like there's this one shot where uh, Leia is looking at at the doom to come and she she's just like cloaked and uh, she has something over over uh, over her uh, over her face. Talk about the wind in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. And that moment right there is gorgeous in itself. It's and a beautiful canvas. It is a beautiful canvas, and my God, does Ryan Johnson paint it beautifully. Wow. Um, we should probably take this by character. Okay, let's start off with uh, with Ray. Let's go with Ray. Uh, what do we think about her development in this film, building I off from it. Force Awakens? And I do need to call myself out, because I said, 
I'm gonna be pissed if Ray's parents turn out to be nobody. I wanted her to be a Skywalker. And again, that's another thing where I feel like don't that's that's me as a fan writing fan fiction in my head of what I want. And I think especially the message of the film and a lot of the themes that are running through it, it made sense to make her nobody. Mm-hmm. And and her longing to want to be somebody. And 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 the film knew that it was doing that because constantly throughout the film they drop hints like, oh, who was my parents? Da, 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 they da, have da, silhouettes da, of da, them. Da, da, da. And at the end, you know, it's revealed unceremoniously like your parents just left you. Like they were nobody. They they they, they, uh, they sold you for uh, drinking money. I love how he says you don't fit into the story. Yeah, but he says, but you, you're nobody to them, but you're somebody to me. And I think just the the character progression between him and between Kylo and Rey was done very well and the way they used the force in which they communicated I loved the, the visual as well it's like you you could have created that visual back in 1977 because it's just two cameras right looking at each it, it's not this giant um, CGI thing it really pushed forward the mythology yeah. of uh, the Jedi and also and relationship to Luke. And it's kind of like each other are their own demons. Like Kylo Ren is is uh, is uh, Rey's demon, and mm-hmm. and uh, vice versa. Okay. okay. So uh, let's go on to uh, Kylo Ren, guys. What did we think of Kylo Ren's development in this film? The second that, that it started off with him at um, Snoke's throne room, and he's just telling him off. And I was like, this is perfect. They understand this character. Because this is another Kylo thing. Kylo or Snoke? Kylo. Because the, this is the whole thing. After the Force Awakens, people are like, oh, he's just a whiny da-da-da-da-da. Like, he sucks. And I'm like, yes, that's the point. That's what makes him such an interesting character. And um, what's his name? Snoke basically calls him out. Like, you're constantly conflicted. You know, you couldn't best. you couldn't even best a girl... When that's the first time she picked up a lightsaber. And then he's like, you're just a child with a mask. Yes. And I'm like, exactly. That gets to the heart of who he is. Mm-hmm. And, and then really calls him out. And that pushes him even further. And then when he smashed that, the, um, the, his helmet. Because that's him saying, I'm, I'm, I'm not hiding any longer. Like, you... Yeah. And then, the, did you see the shock on some of the, some of the, uh, res- uh not resistance, the first order members they pro- they never seen, when, they probably never when seen he was like, face. get me my ship when he yelled out like that. And they're like, holy shit. Is that what he looks like? You know, and he's a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Kylo Ren, get your own ship. <laughs> Kylo Ren is a punk bitch. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Wow. Yeah. So you, and then it's kind of like a shock and the way that, uh, I love that moment. One of my favorite Kylo Ren moments in this movie is where uh, you hear uh, uh, General Hux. He's like, the First Order is dead and like completely whining and being a little uh, little bitch about it. And the way that he chokes him out, the way that Kylo Ren chokes him out, he's like, what'd you say? And just put him in his place. And I love that. Um, um, what do you guys think of Snoke? Because this is off, uh, actually controversial, I guess. Okay. This is where I was gonna get into okay. uh, what I went into like there. It felt so much like Return of the Jedi. Yes, it did. So much like Return of the Jedi when uh, you had Snoke, he was on his throne, and then you had uh, you had Rey, 
and uh, and Kylo in the same room. It it was a very much like even even he pointed out to the window like look what's happening to your own resistance. Look what's happening. But then all of a sudden Kylo Ren fucking slices him in half. But what I love about that is... That was different, though, than what... Ha- what what happened in Return of the Jedi. And that's yeah. why I was like, they turned it on its head. It didn't right. the way you thought. Um, no, it didn't. But what I love about that is, obviously, Kylo isn't a strong Sith. enough. He's also, also not a Sith. No. It's like, his whole thing was using the dark side to destroy the Sith and the Jedi. Although, I am pissed off. Hmm. Well, not pissed off. But I do think it needs to be addressed, not in some book, not in some video game, not in some comic book or or some television show, in the films. What exactly was Snoke? I mean, because I thought it was okay if you didn't really explain who the Emperor was in the original Star Wars. Because we had never seen a Star Wars before, so you never, it, it didn't, it could have been like, oh, it was just some guy. We've... This takes place after we've seen Star Wars, so it's like this guy just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, I, I do think it's important. And now he's dead. And what was the point of it all? Yes. So. And I, what comes next is the real question: Is what what was Snoke ultimately going to do? See, it's one of those things where if they can explain it in the next movie, I think I can forgive it. It's the same thing because everyone had an issue with like really, Ray beat Kylo in a lightsaber thing and it's like well just wait till the next film and I think they addressed it in this film like yeah he was completely torn apart oh my god it's the resistance guys they're coming the point is um <laughs> I am I am conflicted when it comes to Snoke I liked him from what I saw I thought he was amazing yes I thought he I was thought great. it was great the way that the way that they made his presence feel loom large over everything in the beginning of the film I think is cor- the what they wanted and what people were disappointed with Force Awakens and how little we had of him how much of a non-presence he was but in this film it was like that's when when he was sliced in half I was like okay is he gonna put himself back together here I was like wait wait this can't be it can it he's fucking dead and I'm like okay now I didn't see that coming because now I literally have no idea what the fuck comes next I would, no, no, I at all. would love to see but S- Snow I, Ghost. That's not gonna happen. Uh, we never know. No, no, Dark Side, the Darksiders can't do that. If you, if hey, you, you know, you look at the mythology. See, there you go. Just, just putting yourself in the strict. Oh, Jedi can do this, and Sith can do this. If this film no. should have told you anything, it's a, it should shatter your expectations when it comes to the Force. Mic drop. Go on, Alexis. If you saw the Clone Wars, uh, they, they can't do the that. The Clone Wars... Oh, 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 the Clone Wars. Let's talk about well, theory, The Last Jedi and the not the Clone the Wars. I want it because of the Clone Wars. That's what a director is going to say. Okay, I'm done talking. Go. Uh, let's talk about somebody who didn't get much screen time in the, in the first one, but in the second one, he got a lot of screen time. Let's talk about Mr. Uh, Mr. Dameron, Poe Dameron. What do we think about him? They gave him a character, and I loved it. And they gave him an arc. You know, he, he's really someone that he's thinking with his gun first instead of his head. And yeah. that, that's really his, his whole thing. Like, at the end of the day, his whole plan that he was setting up, your expectations are that he's going to get his plan, and it's going to work, and he's the hero, so yay. But at the end of the day, it's like, no, his plan failed. 
and you know the, the leaders were right all along and, <laughs> and it was a lesson for him and then Leia put him in his place yes and it was, I, it was, I thought it was great it was great Alexis what did you think of Poe Dameron I agree Alexis come on don't be like that come on what did you think of Poe Dameron I don't see why people had a problem with it there were reviews that were saying that this was a non-arc no, Poe Dameron yeah that his, that his arc went nowhere I think it's very clear what his arc was at the at the no, very. No, read them. That's what I read. That that people had an issue with. They liked the moments that Poe Dameron had, but they didn't like the direction in which it went, or the what the end, arc was. He t- he's he tells everyone like Luke's doing this to buy his time. You know, you know that was that was the value, the lessons he had learned, and he put it to use at the end. Like, we can't just go and blow him up. Some we, we gotta. Yeah, we gotta leave. Which, we gotta be the spark. Which Finn was uh, adamantly like. Pushing forward. He's yes. like, now that they're distracted, we could go and blow them up. And Finn had an arc. Yeah, he did. Um, what did you think about Finn, guys? I like A lot of people, like, the, the scenes they hated most were the casino scenes. And yeah. the can't bantope scenes. I agree. I agree with that. Do you agree with that? I agree with that. Well, well, okay. The thing, the moment that I disagree on, the, the moment that I'm like, okay, I could do without that, is there's a chase sequence on uh, galactic horses and they're riding across uh, across town on them. And then I'm like, you know, this I could deal with a little less of this. Uh, that's just a personal picky thing, but uh, did you feel anything for that? I, I did, because a lot of people were saying like, oh, they're just giving him busy work. He doesn't have to, much to do. And the whole point of Poe Dameron and his... Their whole plan was that it wasn't going to succeed. And Poe Dameron's arc was him dealing with that and learning from that. And Finn's was um, his his sort of coming to terms with this sort of hope. Because he, he was shown the dirty side of, of both, you know, the... The rebellion and the... And the First Order. First, yeah. And in him, you know, that... that his arc was completed when he tried to sacrifice himself there at the end. He's like, no, this is worth fighting for. And and he and he picked up some doubt on that mission, but through his whole thing, adventure with... Uh, what's her name? Rose Tico. Rose. Um, that's what he learned. And it's like, oh, okay. Arc, arc, arc. Like a film. Uh, how quaint. So... <laughs> I... And a lot of people are like, "Oh, it was just stupid jokes and da da da." I was like, "It was, it was beautiful. It was great. It was very Star Wars." Their chemistry was great. I thought they had wonderful chemistry. I thought she was a fun character. Did she die? Mm, oh, we don't know. She got finned at the end. It's like she's hurt. We don't know if she's alive or not. <laughs> I guarantee you, she's probably alive. Because yeah. if she was dead, they would have been more definitive with it. Um, I I do have a complaint going forward. Hmm. Um, please. Let episode nine take place years in the future, mm. because seven and eight took place in like a couple days, <laughs> and it's like I I kind of don't want like this how many trilogy. years into the future, two or three. Okay, just maybe you know what? Even if it's just one, maybe I, two or three, maybe even five. You know, just just to make it feel like it's it's a. This widespread galactic storyline, not, hey, the rebellion and war that took place in a week. We got him, though. You know, it's like, because mm. uh, the original trilogy took place over, like, five years. 
seven, probably. No, there was like three years, like four, because there were three years in between the first Star Wars and then Empire Strikes Back, and then a year in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Okay, so around four. So yeah, I just that's all. What did you, what did you uh, think? First of all, um, to those uh, people who kept theorizing who is Snoke, I hope you got punked. I'm happy about that, you assholes. Maybe that's why people are pissed. Yeah, I know. That's that's what I thought about. It's like, oh, who is Snoke? Who is Snoke? He you got, Snoke you is Snoke. Yeah. So, for all the all of you have been bum, well, you're bombarding me with all of these stupid Poor theories. Ezra. You get no, what you no. deserve, you no. assholes. Our, you our get recent, what you deserve. A recent theory was that Ahsoka oh, was yeah. Snoke. No, up close, you, that was a dude. So it's yeah. like, uh, well, okay. Um, did you just assume Snoke's gender? Oh my god. Those <laughs> <laughs> uh, were nice though. You know, I fully expected to walk out and not filling on all the story with um, with Rose and with Finn, but I'm happy that Peter sees it that way because you know, when it was first getting underway, those two going to the casino, I was like, okay. I was bracing myself for impact, okay? I was like, all right, this is the story that was known as the weakest thing that people didn't like, it seemed like, as a consensus. Mm -hmm. And there were things that were said about it that I just can't bring myself to agree with about, okay, so apparently that took... (sighs) That apparently that scene took people out of the movie, that it felt like like it was not in the universe of Star Wars... Um, which I don't get. I really don't. I loved it. The thing is, though, I will say, for me, it was the least interesting component of the entire movie. But it wasn't but, bad at but all. But it wasn't bad at all, and I think it worked because, first of all, I think it was written wonderfully. The, the, the designs and the characters is very much Star Wars. BB-8 shines in the entire film, but and especially in that segment. And him yeah. and Benicio Del Toro crack me up. But then also, Finn and Rose are great together. Yeah. So I was, I was like, like I, I get that that may be the least interesting thing, and it was certainly for me, but that was because there were more interesting things happening. Yeah. It wasn't because it was bad at all. It was fun. It was interesting. I was, I, to me, the big shocker about that is that I, I was expecting it to be the weakest uh, part of the of the film, uh, which rightfully so, it probably was. But I, but they, there's no doubt that the chemistry between uh, Kelly Marie Tran and uh, and uh, John Boyega was right. exceptional. And it's like, you know, the more I think about it, the more good was done. As Peter was talking about the arc that Poe had, that it was amazing. Like At first I was like, okay, where are they going to go with Poe? I mean, wow. And they have, and I think that they gave Oscar Isaac and John Boyega and Kelly Marie Tran amazing moments to shine. But I love, in so many ways, as we further unfold the things that take place in this film, I really love the subversion of expectations. Especially, the, one of the moments that come to mind is when, they're, when Finn is making that sacrifice play. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I was like, oh, so this is happening. Oh, I mean, at that, point, I, at that point, I was preparing to lose John Boy because they had sold me, okay, this is where Finn was going to go. And then at the last possible second, Rose, Rose saves him. Yeah. Rose I did. I did. Ship and completely. I saved mean, them. saying that obviously it seems kind of obvious saying it out loud, but while you're in the moment in, in the film, everything is lining up in a way where you okay, this feels like a sacrifice play. Yeah. And I got to be honest with you, that was going to be one of my negatives. 
Oh, that he died. Yeah, because I was like, okay, maybe this, maybe this is a bit too much. And then That's she saved true. him. There was a lot of, a lot of twists and turns. Maybe at that point, that could bear the risk of tearing the whole thing apart. Yeah. But I'm glad that that moment still worked as subverting expectations completely, like Snoke being sliced in half. Yeah. Uh, and I guess one of the things that we should probably point out, um, that way we can get to it is, um, a lot of things steal the movie, but I don't think we've ever had a better performance by Mark Hamill. It was great. No. Let, okay. Let's talk about Luke. Yeah. Let's talk about Luke. It is not what Peter feared it was going to be way back when, when we talked about the first trailer in celebration, because you were talking about how... It was going to be a simple thing that Luke is a grump and then he is convinced to train her. Which does happen, but not in the way that I thought that... Not in the not, way that you think. <laughs> not in the way that you feared. Because he still has this firm ideal throughout most of the film that the Jedi are hypocrites and should... And, and have their place in the ash heap of history. And I, lo I love that kind of subtle jab the at the prequels. <laughs> He's like, Darth Sidious let them, uh, led a, led the Jedi to their, uh, to their deaths and all that stuff. And I love that little subtle jab to the prequels. Mm -hmm. I love, because that's the first time these, uh, either the original trilogy or this new trilogy ever said, I think, the word Darth Sidious. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That was that was interesting to me. I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, Instead of Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, it, and it also it, that that uh, stuck out to me too because it just shows you that history has done his homework. He's really uncovered a lot of the history mm -hmm. that lay underneath all of it. Um, the way that he that, that they portrayed the Force, I thought, was amazing as well. Again. It propels the mythology of the Force forward in a way that they wouldn't expect. The whole telecommunication thing uh, across systems is something we've never seen before. And I thought at first I was like, this this could bear the risk of turning real cheesy real fast. Yeah, but the here's the thing though: the chemistry and the, like the vibe that you get off of off of uh, Adam Driver and mm -hmm. Daisy Ridley. That that makes it like wow, because giving it to lesser actors that would have been something mm -hmm. like completely. But the but the writing also made it work because yeah. of course Daisy Turn... and and, and uh, Adam had great stuff and those characters needed that communication. But what also made the writing shine in that moment is two twists. The first one where it turns out that Snoke was uh, actually the one that was orchestrating that, and the second one which got the biggest applause I think of the, of the whole movie when Luke is quote unquote. Dueling uh, Kylo, Kylo Ren, Ren yeah. and then what happens? I mean, that was a shocker right there, and that was a great moment. First, first of all, it's pretty funny that uh, he was like, like a very like temper tantrum child, like saying, That's "I want Kylo you to, Ren. I want you to fire on that man," and the and all the at at walkers. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're blasting at him. Oh, there, there, it's a different name now. Don't worry, Alexis will learn it real quick. Yeah, we'll 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 find out what it is in uh, in the podcast review. But I, I just I I generally and then the way that he, I was like curious, like oh, so he cut his hair back, and why is his hair uh hair black? But then when it came to it, where did he come from? Yeah, there were thing there were there were things that happened that were really signs. But I think uh, at the moment, I, th I was just going with the fact, it, it didn't occur to me that it was just a vision. I thought he was actually physically there, that he came at the last moment possible. And 
and I think what really tipped it off is that it wasn't just Leia and Kylo that saw him. Everybody else saw him. Mm-hmm. So you just assume like, he's he, there. I love that wink that the he 3PO. made to three PO. That was that was pretty funny. Um, it was then, uh, lo and behold, the death of a Titan. The death of a Titan, and he went out. But it wasn't a sad death, though. No, it was something peaceful. Like serenity comes to mind, but it it, it was a moment that felt so earned and. How appropriate... I know you were crying. Don't deny it. Yeah. I heard the tears and I heard just the sniffles. When the horizon set forward and, and the force and theme there, came... And then there was the twin sons. Right, there right. There was one son. There was two. No, it was two. Was there two? Yeah. There was two. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. Okay. There were two sons. And then he was like looking out... Because... You gotta think about this. The most iconic shot of Luke Skywalker... Yeah. Is the twin sons and... Uh, in a new And hope. a scene that always makes you cry. Doesn't yeah. matter how it's Luke or not. Usually, it's just Twin Sons and it has the music. And can, can I just say, I thought the callbacks were all really, really well done. Rogue One? This is how you do it, baby. Like... Really? really? With, with the whole, um, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're, when, yeah. When, when R2 showed him that, and it, like, oh, that... Because it wasn't just to show it, just to right. show it. It was to it get had him purpose. the motivation. It had meaning. Yes. And it's like, all of... The, most of the callbacks in this movie could have felt cheesy and off-putting. Mm-hmm. And that and that, it didn't. that hologram moment. Uh, <laughs> you were crying already. It got, it me, it got me teared oh, up. <laughs> you didn't hear him. He was no, already. I, I was. Not, thank God, I was on the other side. There were so many moments where I where I was like, okay, I hear sniffling, and it's only coming from one person. The entire yeah, theater. and it, it just it, cause it, it's, What about the little green friend? Let's talk Ooh, about that. Oh my God. My God, I was not expecting that shit. Really? I was not. I was. If anybody. Probably Obi Wan, but they oh, brought Yoda. It's way better they did Yoda because it's, I didn't want no CG um, old Ben. Like it's dicey. Yeah. Yeah, but then they showed Yoda, and not just CG Yoda. Puppet. It's puppet Yoda. At first, when I looked at it, it looked weird. At first, it looked weird, like CG almost. People were laughing, but then, but then uh, probably like giddy laughter. Maybe, I maybe, I don't know. People but, were happy when they saw those ears. Right, yeah, like, right. I, I heard the people next to me, like, like saying, oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why and then Kyle say, oh, oh, fuck, from, like, four... It wasn't Kyle. It wasn't, it wasn't it was me. Four. It was the people oh, next to us. Right. It sounded just like you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, geez. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but anyway, going to Yoda, um, my God. Like, it's so refreshing seeing, seeing C, uh, not CG, uh, Puppet Yoda again. And my god, it felt like the puppet from, uh, from Empire. It looked so much not like Not Empire, more, uh, more Jedi. No, it was Jedi, because it was, It was yeah. Jedi. You know what's so great about that? Hmm. It felt like there was actually a reason for him to be there. <laughs> yeah. And what was the reason, Mr. Martinez? Uh, to, to, to push forward Luke's character. Yeah. And, you know, stop looking through the past, look forward. Um, you, you know, because his whole threat of like, I'm going to burn it all down. And then Luke's like, okay. And then Yoda's like, all right, I'll do it myself. And, and, <laughs> yeah. he, and he was like, he was laughing like, oh yeah. my God. Like he, he, like he's that sort of funny asshole Yoda from that. Or, <laughs> from or Empire. Just, yeah. yeah. It felt like that. And then it, it Luke's like, no, no, no. Like the knowledge. And he's like, you know, stop, stop with that. You know? He's like, he's basically like saying. You actually read those books? Those aren't page turners. Even I wouldn't read them. He was like, Ray was never going to learn from that anyway. Yeah. You know. And, and the thing is also, 
what was so powerful about that moment is uh, what was he saying about failure nothing can make a better teacher than failure yeah pass forward everything you learned including failure and, and it's like and I mean this not, is yeah. this is the Jedi shit and the Force shit that I, that made me really love Star Wars from to the original with. movies yeah yes. and it, the, it, I love that shot again Ryan Johnson my god could film a fucking plate and make it look cinematic um this is that moment where they're both like they're they're kind of jaded at this point and one's beyond <laughs> jaded um but they were both sitting there watching the tree the forest tree that was a beautiful moment that was a beautiful moment of just them just sitting there and i i like how it like call back to like him hitting uh him hitting stuff with the uh, with the stick too, right? Uh, that was pretty cool, and just the fact that they brought back Frank Oz to do well, the yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, obviously, because I mean, but who else were you gonna bring? Of back? course. Um, what was so meaningful about that particular moment? You know, of course, it's fresh in my mind because I just saw I rewatched the films yesterday and the day before, but. There's a lot of echoing that is so fucking effective in this movie, but I think one of the more powerful ones was in that scene where Yoda was like, do you not remember remember what I told you? You were supposed to pass on what you learned. Um, and that's Yoda. And just, uh, I've missed you, Skywalker. And I just, wow, okay. Um, so I guess a Force ghost can be funny. Yeah, <laughs> and it was so crazy, and I, I, it's just—it's one of those questions. Like, where do they go when they're not, you know, materializing as ghosts? And it's like there's so many questions that probably should never be answered. And apparently, they could touch one another too, like touch Evidently. physical things, like in terms of like hitting with a cane. And it was just such a magical moment. And then, of course, John Williams has to like tug at your heart. No, John Williams. I mean. There was two two ones. They think they had Yoda when it came back. When right? the Yoda, they had the Yoda theme right? coming. But on. you know what? They also had Luke and Leia. Luke and Leia. They I, had the Luke and Leia. That was a Leia. moment that I had pictured in my head that I had hoped had, would happen in the new trilogy, true. and it came true. And it was so beautiful. Like when, I, even though it was like a force manipulation, right. just the just seeing Luke and Leia back on screen together, amazing. I, I, I love what he said to her though. Like no one's ever really gone. Then he hands her the dice. Yeah. And Millennium Falcon. And then you have the Han and Leia theme come in. Yeah. I love that manipulation, but it just gets me so good. I love it. Well, that's... The the best thing about films is their manipulation. Right, That's why right. you see a film to be manipulated. But it's very hard. Right. Um, I... To me, where you know, I was like, okay, I love this film. This is this is some badass. You were, you were saying... You said to me, you, it, you loved very it very early, early on. on the film. I yeah. Was, I was waiting to get, like... Upset. Upset. Yeah. Because, as, as you guys say, I I guess I'm the most critical here. But I, I never was. And it's like, no, this is this is fitting. Okay. Um, the lightsaber fight between Rey and Kylo Ren. <laughs> no, they didn't fight together. The, the fact that they didn't fight each other, but they fought together... That was great. I loved it. It was a good moment. It, it was, was generally a, great a good moment. Scene. And it's uh, like let, let's, to see the light and the dark together and it's I don't know. Let's let's And talk. that was a moment you had no idea how it was going to end. It's like okay, where does the where does this go from here? Let's talk Carrie Fisher. Oh, and Leia. She was great. I think she, she was, was great wonderful. too. She was she sassy. Was uh, oh, but that moment though, early on when boom I was like, oh shit. Because everyone was thinking like, okay. That's how it's going to go? I heard people, I, I was like, people I, were like, oh shit, They're holding guess. their breath. Like, yeah. oh, what? 
But then she used... Uh, did she use the force? Yes. Obvi- used- what do you think <laughs> she used? <laughs> no, I don't know. It was an invisible rope. It was the invisible tractor beam. No, Kylo <laughs> did it from behind the scenes. Yeah, he was like... Whoosh. It's like, here you go, Mom. Sorry, I fucked things up. Um, okay, I mean... Well, I didn't know that. The thing that shocking is like, I didn't know that she could do that kind of thing with, with the force. Well, tell, tell me, Peter, what you thought. The whole, that whole thing. Uh, I loved that. I loved that moment. Just to see her like, boom, fly into space. I was like, shit, I, I guess this is how we're doing this. And it felt like a little bit like dark. And then they, and then they kept showing her in space. I'm like, okay, something's going on. Yeah. And it's like, she, she reached out and she went in and I was like, this is great. And then you heard a little bit of the Inklings of the Force theme. Well, you said it was her theme, wasn't it? That was playing? Wasn't it Leia's theme? Like, her theme played quite a bit. Yeah, but especially in that moment when she's like reaching out with the force and she's coming back. That was a fucking badass moment. I never thought that, like, and it, it answered the question that people had. Like, yeah, she learned to use the force. No well, shit. 30 she always years. had it in her, yes. but she never, like, utilized it much. Because she, she was she never. Utilized, she was a politician. Right. Through and through. Um, her but obviously, Luke with had Poe it. Yeah. Was great. Um,. With Ray, it's not so much. And you know what's funny? I didn't realize it. See, this is the whole thing. It's why it's like, it really felt like, this almost feels, and I can see maybe this is why people get angry that The Force Awakens and this film are like a really expensive, like, not prequel, but like pre-story before the actual story begins. Because Ray and Poe, this is the first time they met at the very end of the film. Right. I was like, oh... I guess that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I thought because because like and, and then Leia finally hugged Le- uh, Chewbacca, Chewbacca at the end, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I rewatched The Force Awakens. I, I that's that's a glaring issue for me. And then finally, I'm like, well, jeez, it took you long enough. Um, I. There's so much I could gush over on this. Well, also, can, we, can we go to... Oh, yeah, go I have one more, and I know you don't give a shit about this, too, the same way you don't give about Snoke. Um, no no Knights of Ren. Probably, they're probably going to come into play. I'm really hoping they come into play in a big with way. Supreme with Supreme Leader especially with, especially with all the... With Snoke gone. I, I want, like, a super elite badass, you know... Yeah, it's going to be, like... I, I, I kind of get the vibe that they're going to play, like, the Inquisitor role... From uh, Star Wars Rebels, maybe, because remember, um, Luke said he he killed some of them, but he left with others. Yeah. So those are obviously the Knights of Ren. Um, uh, I'm 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 very. I thought it was a great. Oh, are we done? Are we We're still so much more. Oh, the action sequences, the battles, the scenery, the visuals. My God, crate is like. Oh my God! Right. An orgasmic. Cinematic experience. You always use that word. I don't. Know. It's very weird. Um, <laughs> no, but it, it really it was really well done visually. It's really cool mm-hmm. with the whole red, right? The spaceship battles. I love and I again. This is another thing that probably people hated, but I thought was so cool. Is the entire film? They're basically just trying to get to away, escape. Like just I, they're they're on the ship the whole film. Isn't that Empire? I know, but people are pissed about it here. I don't. I don't get it. Um, yeah, I love the fact that they they were pretty much like they're low on fuel. 
they were out uh, all of a in that beginning that base that they were in was that the base that was at the end of Fort uh, during Force Awakens? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So well, yeah, you get from there and you're out in space and you're getting crate and you feel like you're fucking cornered the whole time and it, that's like asking it like, just, how are they gonna get out of this? It just makes the thing more uh, desperate. But the thing is claustrophobic uh, even sometimes. But the thing is is that the thing with this is that I. You never got the sense of claustrophobia with uh, with Empire. I'm gonna I'm gonna deduct a Empire point and put on Last <laughs> okay, Jedi. It's, it's, Here we go. That's Here a we new go. one. Uh, because it's just it's just uh, Han uh, right. Han and Leia, and they're the one who's being pursued. Versus the Rebels, they're out somewhere safe. Well, you don't see the Rebels ever again after the beginning. Until the end, when you see their fleet, when you see the fleet. Oh, yeah, that's true. When you see the fleet, and that's basically the rebels, and they're there. You have the entire fucking rebellion with them. Of what it is right now. That's why I'm hoping for, like, a, a few-year jump to nine. Yeah. But I'm really excited to see what nine is. I'm a little worried. It's like, but because I'm... They're not including uh, Leia in uh, episode nine. That's why the, 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 the people behind it, I love JJ, but it's like... I don't know. I don't Luke know. is dead. You can't use him. Well, Force Ghost. Well, but yeah. It's... But he had to be a physical presence. No, he can't. But he wasn't at the end of this film either, and it was still great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I I gotta say, maybe just because this is the first time I've seen it, and we've literally just walked out of seeing it, maybe if I think about it, I'll, I'll come up with way more issues and be like, okay. The music you like this stuff. time? I love the music. Wow. Um, but right now, I just can't really think of any. Maybe Put it by on the, the time, scoreboard. Maybe, maybe by the time we do the podcast, I'll be like, okay, I have an issue with this, 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 this. But as of right now, I, I think it was incredibly well done Star Wars. It is a really well done Star Wars film. And I absolutely, I, I don't know yet where to place it in terms of like ranking in terms of all the Star Wars films. I'm not thinking ones. about that. I'm just thinking about how great this was. But overall, this was a great film. I would double toast it. I would say it's better than sex if I were... They gave it a matinee. That sucks. Yeah, people aren't feeling it. That's okay. It's whatever. That sucks. People but have it, their opinion. What do you think that is, though? What the hell? I don't know. I, I, it feels I, like... It kind of feels like we're the oddballs here. We loved it, right? That's usually the case. So it's because I look at you guys and it's like, you guys are more forgiving to Star Wars. Yeah, we are. But, but I... I really the more, came well, in look, I, ready to be critical. I be think like, we're okay. all forgiving to a certain extent, though. I mean, I love, I liked uh, Rogue One, but it's like, hey but guys, I, I would never, I never said that film was great. It's like no. it's a solid action film. Yeah, it's okay, but it, it's it's definitely not bad for the most part. But I, I don't know. I'm just walking away and, I'm, and starting to trying to think. I was looking at everyone's um, negatives, and it's like they don't I, add up. I don't know. Like I said, if I think about it more, maybe it'll, it'll click and be like, eh, oh, okay, this, these are issues. But uh, so far, I thought it was really well done. It advanced the characters. They all had story arcs. Um, the action was great. The music was great. The visuals was the great. The callbacks were... The callbacks were great and also um, adequate and well done. Like, it wasn't glaring. People were saying this was cheesy in moments. Wait, hold on. Stop the presses. Are you telling me a Star Wars film is cheesy? Yeah. 
Shocking, right? That's, that's unbelievably shocking. It's almost as if it's a kid's film. Um, <laughs> I, I don't... <laughs> I, I, to me, maybe it's because people are trying to recapture the magic of the original trilogy or how they felt about those original films, specifically the first and the second one. And I think it's just literally impossible to do that at this point. Because even the issues and the faults with those films have become legendary, and they have become a part of what's so great about the film. So you almost can't even really critique the films. It, it, they're just they're just great. They're, they're but just I think uh, at the end of the day, with what we're left with here, um, and I think, I, 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 th- I think the three of us... No offense to the people who actually have jobs, paying jobs for this, but I think, more or less, we kind of, in in a small slice, I'd say, even though the consensus is positive, although they all have their issues, I do think, though, the view that we are providing here with how this movie is, I do have faith that that will be the view that will prevail throughout uh, time. Yeah. Because... And maybe, I don't know, I don't think it's an issue that we have low standards or that... I'm sorry, I'm picky as fuck. He's even worse. And Kyle can can have the most weird tangents over the the smallest of things. And yet, I think all of us can come forward and say that this is amazing. And this is what Star Wars is about. The thing is, the thing is, guys, uh, Peter, you... uh, you mentioned to me a while ago that this was the this was the exact reactions that everybody had for the first uh, first time viewing Empire. Yeah. And look what look where Empire stands no right now. Even it's regarded no. as the yeah. best Star Wars film of all time. But but I'm, I'm not going to make excuses no. for this film. No, if but, people don't like it. Right. That's them. Right, right. Uh, and obviously, you guys do. You. But with with Peter, what we should point out is what he told me is. I haven't felt emotion like this since the original movies. Yes. Not in the prequels, not in The Force Awakens, not in um, Rogue, Rogue One. One. This one, I was, I was, I, I honestly felt like I was having a cinematic experience. You know, I was gripping my seat, you know, I was holding my breath like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Yeah. You know, I was like, you know, the laughs were great, the, it was, it was just a real, it, it had all the moments to me where it's like, that's what Star Wars is about. So I, I walked away saying that was a good Star Wars film. <laughs> and it was. It was a fucking. And then just film. wait till tomorrow when we do the podcast, and it's like yeah. this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I slept on it. But how fuck how, movies? How often does that happen? To be Snoke? How often does that Ahsoka? Happen? Ahsoka. How um, often does it happen that we change our minds? It completely? does happen. The the biggest one for me was Suicide Squad. I came out fairly positive. Like <laughs> it was a six point five. Now I'm like that is a two film. It is terrible. <laughs> um, so I I do these are initial reactions. I yeah. I want to make I want to stress that. Well, that's the that's the point of of doing both the After Dark and the podcast is that we uh, this is where we thought. Initially. First, and yeah. then when we get into the podcast, it's it gives us a chance to sleep on it. You know, we usually record these things on Thursday. I just, I, I go Friday. Into the... you, you see it coming. Oh, these, yeah. You yeah. see, you see it coming, but I just hope. Oh God, I, I... rebellions are built on hope. Yeah, 
um, which is the story of Star Wars. How bad is this backlash going to be? How bad? I don't know. I hope it's not too bad. I hope people love this movie. One last thing before we go. I want to know what your thought is on the final few shots of the film. Peter, take it away. Oh, um, I know everyone expected, like, they saw all of them there in the Millennium Falcon escaping, and then it cuts to the kid. You know, he's talking about Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, you know, he's... They kind of tease he might be Force-sensitive. Yeah, because he, like, he was going to sweep the floor, but then he used the Force to, uh, to, to get the... To um, and then it shows, you know, it shows, shows him look at the shot, zoom out, and then the he looks at the Ring of the Rebellion. And uh, uh, I think a, a lot of it has to do with Ryan Johnson. And, it, and it's... Yeah. Uh, it's him, like, saying this is what... Star Wars sort of meant to me as a kid. But I also think it, it, it has a double meaning. It's like this is what their their goal, the whole thing of hope and Star this is Wars. Why the, this is why... Spread yeah. it to the galaxy, yes. and including this kid. This is what we fight for. Um, I, I It can be a little off-putting if you want everything exactly the same. But it's, it made sense. Yeah. I guess that's my thing. I thought it was, a, it was a nice scene. I thought it was, I a, it was nice. You know. Yeah. So, what do you But think? Luke didn't have a badass sword fight where he did 50 flips. This movie sucks. He did have a sword fight. Did we like that? Well, he technically didn't, really. Right. He was just dodging. <laughs> he was just dodging. It was, it was I love that shot of him just, just floating and just like all... You know what else gave it away? Huh. I was wondering... That lightsaber broke. Yes. I was like, did he magic? Looking back on it, I was, while it was happening, I was like, what is happening here? It makes sense now, but I was like, okay, wait. So there are clues. I And also, I, I kind of thought he was already dead. Like, I thought when they shot him, it did kill him, but that was his force ghost. Yeah, That's that, what that I came thought to mind, yeah. First. I was like, is that what's going on? But I was like, oh no, he's just... He's Zen Master because, Skywalker. Because in terms of canon, he can like pull pull well, Star Destroyers out of the sky. That's not canon. Anything else to add? I thought this is a fucking great film. I I, I, I want to watch it again. Uh, let's go. Let's go right now. Uh, I want to I want to really just think about it, watch it again, and then see where I feel about it. Yeah. But right now, I, it's very positive. <sighs> it's going to be a hard top ten list, that's for sure. Oh, it's already my number one favorite. Well, it wasn't better than Wonder Woman. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> anyway, guys, this is... Uh, I like that film. I don't know why we keep attacking it. This is Red Spotlight Entertainment. It's not in the top ten anywhere. This is Red Spotlight Entertainment. Uh, check out our After Darks on both uh, both iTunes, uh, uh, Podcast.com, and YouTube. Um... You're welcome. And then also we have uh, all of our other regular programmed uh, podcasts coming up. Special projects coming up uh, pretty soon. And uh, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happening on Red Spotlight Entertainment. So check out us on those uh, on those three uh, those three channels. Three, three devices. So without further ado, I'm Kyle Lira. This is Alexis. This is Peter. Bye.